the college football experience. JMU Dukes. Yes, James Madison Dukes 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by Circa Sports. Yes, Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest. $14 million is up for grabs. Get all the details at uh, circasports.com. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. Hey everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. Season preview episode. Holy shit! What a <laughs> first year. Woo! Not bad for a, for an old women's university, right? I'm joking. Uh, okay. No, uh, uh, no. They they had a great first year. I'm excited to talk about Duke's football. Perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swiggin, database Dan, aka Pick. Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Yes. We are going to pay for it. Very good night. And what an entrance to FBS football. What did App State do in year one? I wonder. Because we might end Georgia Southern. We got to look at those two to compare them. Blue Bloods in the FCS. All right. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for he's home. Former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi oh, oh man, the Dukes getting it done. Yeah, Charles Haley, buddy. Hall of Famer, alma mater. Gary Clark. Scott Norwood. Hello. Couple guys recently. Hello. Todd Santeo's off to the XFL, right? You know, we're starting to, we got some guys in the end. Uh, ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci signed with for the, the Dallas Cowboys He's on the Broncos a, a game. Now. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. He's on the Broncos now. So there you go. You got, you got guys. You got guys. Couple guys out there. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something and rain on our parade here really quickly. Georgia Southern. Year one in the FBS nine and three. Mm. We were eight and three. Yeah, they didn't eight give you four. an extra game. No, eight and three. Oh, that's right. We were stuck at eleven. So you could have been. Could have been nine and three. Yeah. You know, we're already getting you know non-favorable uh, rulings oh, by fuck the end. Their fucking NCAA with their ah oh, you oh they're not eligible to play in the Sun Belt Championship or make a bowl. That is nonsense. 
Absolutely. What is their job? Like what? Yeah. Like why? Why do we pay them? Let's, like yeah. why do we abide by them? Why is yeah. society like that? Where it's just like people have the 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 tendency to want to fuck you. If you, if they have yes. the opportunity through administrative have these red kids, tape, let these kids celebrate. They're yeah. good. They're clearly good. Let them have the same rewards as other people. Yeah. Why do you have to be an asshole about it? Yeah. Let's, let's reward the people in our lives who are not assholes. Yes. The NCAA has never been not an asshole. So amen. Uh, App state year one, seven and five. Woo. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dukes of James Madison out of Harrisonburg, Virginia, they showed up and and NC Nick. I know. I took him on the over. I didn't lock it. NC Nick was like, no, there's no way they're gonna have some regression in 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 year one. Some Sun Belt specialist he is because. <laughs> well, I took him on the under too, but I, I wasn't gonna, you know, I'm not gonna overhype my boys. I think that's bad karma. Oh, I, I took him on the over. Better to be a humble fan, even though it doesn't really go with the mojo of JMU. You know, it's good to practice humility every now and then. They had some dominating wins too. Yeah, they 44 they to well. seven against Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee beat Miami at Miami by 14 a couple weeks later. Yeah, and it probably wasn't even that close. So 37.1 against. Mid, middle Tennessee, you got that comeback from behind when App State was whooping your ass. Yeah, they were. And then things were just going wrong. But yeah. that was the ultimate, like, hey, circle the wagons and, and and come back on them. I was really proud of that one. Twenty-seven point win against Texas State. Twenty-two point win against Arkansas State and Butch Jones. Thirty-four point win at SB Ballard Stadium against Old Dominion. Forty point win against Coastal Carolina. Damn! Now I know they didn't have Grayson McCall in that game, but who cares? That's how you close out a yeah. season, right there. <laughs> I mean, the, so your three losses. Uh, I believe all three came with a backup quarterback. I think Todd oh, no, Santo no, 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 was no. playing he, he in was Georgia in the Southern, Southern game, yeah, but he wasn't at a hundred percent. So, but okay, so you lose to Georgia Southern, 45-38. That was a back and forth crazy game. I remember watching it here with you. Yeah, uh, you got the backup quarterback in for the Marshall game, which was the disaster. <laughs> That was bad. Yeah. Disaster. Marshall wins at Bridge Fourth Connect uh, Stadium by fourteen. Billy Atkins. Yeah. And then you had that same quarterback at Louisville, correct? Or did Centeno play a little bit? Um, I think it must have been Billy Atkins, two uh touchdowns, five interceptions, you know, forty four percent completion percentage. It was a it was a big I mean, put it this way. Todd Centeno, twenty five touchdowns, five interceptions, Billy Atkins, two touchdowns, five interceptions. Yeah, and I mean, what's stands out the most to me on all this buddy is okay. App state and Georgia state gave you games. You only had two wins that were one score games, the rest. So you only played in three, one score games. Uh, the rest was domination for the most part. And when you add in the back of quarterback against Marshall, I'll just say, give that a pass. And the Louisville game, you're playing a power five. Oh, we should have been more competitive. We got smacked in both of those games and there's just no you know, dressing that you up. Couldn't co- they the were Marshall both good game, teams. You couldn't complete a forward pass. Yeah. I was watching that game and I was like, this backup's bad. Yeah. yeah so bad. the depth, obviously, you know, an issue, but I would say the, the first storyline here is the fact that you dominated a lot of good teams or decent teams. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, um, where do we finish 37th nationally in rushing yards per game? I was, that was the thing I was surprised about was how physical our offensive line was. You yeah. Know, it, they just look bigger than I remember them looking. Uh, and so, you know, Nick Kidwell, he's a staple, but we got a bunch of studs, all five coming back. We'll get to that. But 
I am optimistic about this year based on that, but there are some things that need to get I you know, look, I took the over and I thought I was barely going to hit. Uh, this was, this was very impressive. I hate to, 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 to say that to you because I know you're going to run with it and go wild with it. But uh, what do you make of old Kurt Signetti now? 41 and eight as a head coach of James Madison. Well, you Woo! got, you got to appreciate the job he's done. You know, having Mike Houston come in there and win the championship in year one in pretty resounding fashion. And then Signetti getting close, but never Sunbelt coach of the year last year. Yeah. I mean, look, we thought that, you know, he's not just going to have the it factor and they're going to regress from Houston, but that hasn't happened. And now the opportunity to win the FCS championship is gone. So he's never going to like be able to prove that he can do that too. But shoot, if he keeps doing what he did last year and if he can manage to improve on that, I think he'll have proved himself as a pretty damn good coach. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seriously impressed with year one folks. We're going to dive into it. We're going to talk about JMU in the transfer portal. We're going to talk about JMU's offense, defense, special teams. We're going to go game by game on the Duke's 2022 schedule or I'm sorry, 23 schedule. Uh, And by the way, they're still not allowed to win the Sunbelt. They can make a bowl this year. (laughs) So wait, the NCAA says they can make a bowl. But just not playing for the. Can someone make it make sense? <laughs> you can't. Someone make it make sense. Um. Uh. But before we do all that, and hopefully you're subscribed on YouTube as we break down all 133 college football teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the land, like we do each and every year. Uh. That's YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. But I want to tell you that the JMU Dukes 2023 season preview episodes brought to you by Circa Sports. Yes, Circa Millions and Circa Survivor are back. $14 million in guaranteed prizes up for grabs. Circa millions. Five NFL picks, ATS each week. That's all you got to do. And bam, you could win some big time cash. Circa Survivor is just pick a different money line winner each and every single week of the NFL season. Can't pick the same team twice. Enter in Las Vegas, play from anywhere. Uh, sport and, and the SGPN crew will be out there last weekend in August. CircaSports.com for all the details. Once again, CircaSports.com. What would you do with the money if you won fourteen million dollars, people? It's a lot of money. Throw it into that Bridgeforth Connect Stadium. But you know, keep building onto that thing. All right, that's right. We got to get that figured out. Got to get it figured out. Check out CircusSports.com for other details. Once again, CircusSports.com. All right, we are back on the college football experience. JMU Duke's 2023 season preview episode. Patty C. I mean, I am very intrigued to see this team play this year. Let's talk about the portal because yeah. we got a lot to talk about. I'll rattle off some numbers in a minute. Departing in the portal. You guys got hit last year. That's another thing. People don't realize that uh late in the season a year ago, in the offseason, you lost your linebacker to Texas and your corner, I think, to somewhere in the SEC. Yeah. So we thought those were gigantic hits, and it made me paranoid about the episode I did where I took the over. Yeah. Wasn't a big problem. But it kind of happened again because Isaac Ukwu, defensive end, uh, got bought by Ole Miss. Yeah. I want to say what it seven and a half sacks last year. Yeah. Got no good to lose that guy. Got bought by Ole Miss. Uh they also lost Andrew Adair, an offensive lineman to Biff Pogey and the Charlotte 49ers. Um and besides that, I would say you did a pretty good job. You lost defense lineman Zade Hamden to Southern Illinois. The Saluki shout out to our guy Stone Labanowitz. And that is it, buddy. That ain't too bad. That is impressive. 
Now what you brought in is former four-star quarter cornerback Trevell Mullen from Indiana. This guy was a four-star recruit in Bloomington. Take that all day. You also took wide receiver Taji Hudson from East Carolina. He couldn't see the field there. Might as well go to some a better opportunity to see the field, a lesser competition. (laughs) So I understand that, but uh, you get you get Hudson from ECU. You get Mullen, the four-star corner from Indiana. You get tight end Kai Kai Wright, Kai Wright from Pitt. It's a nice get. And then you get quarterback Brett Griffiths from Wake Forest. Remember his his brother Mitch Griffiths starting for Wake Forest this year. He's out of Ashburn, Virginia. I like that get. And then I think this what is what position a is he? Quarterback. Quarterback. Uh, I think he's a freshman though, or redshirt freshman. Uh, quarterback Jordan McLeod from Arizona slash South Florida comes in, and I think you should be excited about the future with him. He kind of reminds me of Santeo. Um. He's got he's got three years of eligibility left. I was surprised though by this. You know, we I was uh, thinking that he was like a big big prospect based on getting looking nice for South Florida, did not so nice for Arizona, but uh, was only a two star and twenty four seven is giving him zero stars as a transfer. I don't know but how he, that. I remember watching like a South Florida game. We me and you were watching. We we're like, hey, this guy's not bad. Yeah, he yeah. can move. He's good. Uh, uh, the uh, incoming recruited quarterback. Uh, Three star. So there is a battle. There, there is a battle. There is a battle. Let's talk all about it. JMU's uh so I'd say they won the portal though. I know they lose Uku, the defensive end, that's a big loss. Yeah. But you bring in a four star cornerback and Tra- and Travel Mullen, you bring in a wide receiver from ECU who if you go to ECU, your chances of being successful are just a lot better. So uh <laughs> then then uh, the tight end from Pitt. The and- salt is real. And you get two power five quarterbacks, McLeod from Arizona and Griffiths from Wake. I if especially if McLeod ends up like playing starting a lot of games, I think you won the portal. Yeah, I mean, either way, uh bolstering the quarterback room, you know, it, whether it's uh Barnett, the potential incumbent here, or McLeod or Griffith, uh, I think you create a competition and you you, you add talent there, and whoever comes out of that you know, not only do you like create the the crucible in which one will uh, emerge, but you also create depth. So I think they did a good job there. Well, let's talk about a year ago and let's break down this offense. Scoring offense, thirteenth in the nation. Hello, what the fuck? Must it makes me wonder what like North Dakota State and South Dakota State because they would normally beat the tar out of JMU, and uh, they wouldn't beat the tar out of us. Yes, but, they but would I'm saying, what do you think they would do if they us, jumped yes. in the FBS? Because the 13th best scoring offense in the country, 37th best rush offense, 35th best pass offense, charting at the 29th best offense in the country. That is a top 30 offense in year one of the FBS. Impressive, and it's gonna get even more impressive in a minute. But let's key in a little bit on this offense because you do lose, you do lose Todd Santeo. Are you concerned about that? He is gone. Yeah, Todd Santeo. You know, he really stepped in. I I was more, uh, you know, bullish on him coming in than a lot of people were, just because he didn't put up great stats necessarily at Colorado State, but he put up decent stats. But he definitely exploded at JMU. I think it's going to hurt to lose him. I think we're going to have a take a little step back from him. Well, you lose him. You lose uh, Percy. How do I uh, how do I pronounce this guy's last name again? Uh, He's a beast running back. Ran for almost a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. Percy Eddie Eddie Obese. Yeah, that guy was a stud. 
you do you do uh, bring back Latrell Palmer, who was pretty damn good too. Yeah, rushing for about four hundred yards on four yards of carry, just about five touchdowns as well. But you also lose your top wideout out of Manassas, Virginia, Chris Thornton, fifty nine receptions for a thousand yards that and seven hurts. touchdowns. That Who's the guy we lost to South Carolina? Um, he in was the transfer portal too. last year. The wide, the wide out. I yeah, we had him about. and Chris. Uh, um, what's yeah. His name? Um, yeah. Why am I drawing a black guy? Chris Thornton. Chris Thornton, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, it hurts, but I think we're going to reload a little bit there. Well, you got Reggie Brown coming back, twenty-four catches, four hundred one yards, second leading receiver, four touchdowns. You also uh, uh, bring back um, your next receiver, Devin Ravenel. Uh, no, actually, I, I actually he might have graduated. I got to see if he he came back for a super senior season because well, that's what makes it tricky when you break down all the stuff. But uh, Reggie Brown is back. I do think they lose Ravenel. Um, the quarterback spot. I assumed it was going to be Jordan McLeod starting uh, it, when I saw he landed there. Right? Yeah. Not the case from what I'm reading here. I'm reading that Alonzo, a lot of redshirt freshman, Alonzo Barnett has a uh, lead on him, and McLeod would be the second string, and they still have you know Griffiths and Billy Atkins. Patty, see, are you a bit shocked at that, knowing that a redshirt freshman going to be thrown to the wolves when they take on the Bucknell Bison to start the season? Uh, <laughs> uh, as much as Bucknell, uh, you know, is going to be a threat, and we respect them, uh, I think that's a, a pretty good starting spot for a new a, a freshman. Um, I will say, who's a three star? Like I said, uh, McLeod only a two star. Um, so maybe there is more upside than since we haven't seen him, we don't know what to expect. If he's winning the competition against McLeod, I don't think JMU is just going to put their guy in. I think they're going to put the best guy in. So having seen McLeod, maybe maybe there's something to look forward to there. McLeod in his last year at South Florida, 62% completion percentage, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, so and and you know his freshman year, good for 283 rushing yards. So we know he is capable. He's maybe not perfect, but. Uh, he likes dual threat quarterbacks, which I agree. Yeah, you should a little be doing. competition yeah. is good, so we'll see. Uh, it's not going to be Centeno probably, but who knows? Okay, so Latrell Palmer, who was the second leading rusher on the team a year ago, five touchdowns, almost four hundred yards, three hundred ninety-eight. He is not penciled in as the day one starter. He is uh, the day one starter that I'm seeing. That uh, it's Kalen Black, who uh, was a freshman a year ago, yeah. sixty-nine rushes, three hundred thirty-three yards, four point eight yards a rush, three touchdowns. Either way, I kind of like the depth between Black and Palmer. In this backfield, I know they also have another guy, uh, Lawton, Tyson Lawton. Um, I th- I think the backfield will be fine. Yeah, they're usually going to be able to uh, find some guys there. Quarterback, a little bit of a little bit of a mystery here. Wide out, as I alluded to, Reggie Brown is back. Their second leading receiver from a year ago. But losing Chris Thornton, who had over a thousand yards, uh, and losing the other two guys, Terrence Green and Devin Ravenel, you basically lose uh, about eight, almost eighteen hundred yards of production from the wide receiver position. Yeah. Um, and uh, you lose your tight end, Drew Painter, from a year ago. So uh, that's concerning. Reggie Brown is back, but I do have a little bit of some question marks. Uh, Elijah Surratt coming in at the wideout spot. A Came over from St. Francis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. I mean, yeah. I know uh, who is it? Um, Phoenix Sproles coming over. Oh, I do like him. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. So he wasn't in the portal. Interesting. He left early, um, but he was in the portal. This 
and didn't have it. Yeah, they didn't have it. Twenty four seven. Yeah. Step your game up. Uh, no, I know Phoenix Sproles. I, I I covered him at North Dakota State. I know he left early in the season. He kind of quit the team. Dipped. He out. must have been injured for the twenty twenty season because twenty nineteen yeah, season. Yeah, he was out for the year. Torn ACL. Okay. Yeah. 33 catches for 541 yards his sophomore year. And you got to remember with Cam Miller, they were not very efficient at throwing the ball. the ball. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons why he left. He I, stands I think improve. he can play. I think he can play. Let's uh, hope so. Uh, also, uh, Omarion Dollison is transferring in South Florida, right? Yeah. And he was good for what? A you rattle off this shit. They don't, they don't even uh, understand what they're doing. Forty-eight here. touchdowns and forty-eight receptions for about five hundred yards or four hundred some odd yards. And, and he probably has a connection with McLeod, who played at South Florida as well. Uh, okay, I'm becoming more optimistic with uh, with you know these guys because uh, Surratt was a, uh, a a big time player in the FCS ranks with with St. Francis. Oh, uh, we've, we have been, we got used to that transfer portal uh, way before everyone else did, because once we realized that th- there was no penalty for, uh, you know, transferring down from F- FBF to FCS, we became one of the places where people were like were yeah. magnets to yeah. and like higher talent that needed to like get a second chance. We took advantage of that early. So you got Zach Horton at the tight end spot. Remember you're also bringing in this pit transfer. You're also bringing in Taylor Thompson from the Charlotte. So you got Kai Wright and Taylor Thompson coming in from the portal at the tight end spot. Um, I get it. Four of your top five wideouts are gone, but I kind of like this team uh, from a wide receiver standpoint. Offensive line, Patty C, who you were bullish on a season ago. Yeah, this, they're big. I just did the math. Average uh, for the starting lineup: three hundred thirteen pounds. They return everybody. What yeah. are we supposed to fear here? <laughs> <laughs> this team is going to be good again. They're going to well, be the if quarterback. The quarterback yeah, yeah, if the quarterback remains to be seen. Oh, at least you have depth though. You got four options really. Um a good line, some decent skill position players around him, and a good defense is a nice situation for a new quarterback to step into. Well, if you thought the offensive numbers were fantastic, which I did, I was more impressed with the defensive numbers because Patty C, uh the defensive coordinator, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Uh, I know Shanahan's the OC. DC uh, is, Haynes, uh, right? What is is it Haynes? Uh, yeah, Bryant. Yeah. Bryant Haynes. Yeah. yeah, this guy. Twenty third scoring defense in the nation. Number two behind the Georgia Bulldogs at rush defense. Number forty one at pass defense. Kyle Vantree says hello. Total defense number five in America. So well, you tell you why that. in here, and you have a top five defense in America. Again, maybe the uh, rush defense stats are a little inflated because we were blowing this shit out of everyone, and so no one could run the ball. They're all playing pass to catch up. So the rushing yards may have suffered. I don't know. That's not to take away from the run defense, but dude, that's really fucking impressive to come in year one. I took the over. I didn't think that would happen. I didn't yeah, think that would happen on I. offense I don't think or anyone defense. Yeah. on earth thought that would happen. Uh, they bring back seven starters on the defensive side of the ball. You gotta be, you gotta be excited about what what is coming back because yes, they lose the kid to Ole Miss in Ukwu, but uh, M- Mikhail Kamara at the DN spot. He was a freshman. He was a freshman last year, and he popped. Also, nose guard James Carpenter back. So you're bringing back two, uh, two or three on the defensive line. I think the the the, the question mark there, defensive tackle, he's got to step up. But he is a senior, and he was all second team Sunbelt a year ago. 
in uh, what is it? Jam? What is that? Jamry Chroma? Chroma? Oh, yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. Jamry Chroma. Uh, okay. I'm buying in. I am buying in more and more linebacking core. Guess what? The entire linebacking core is back. No, no, three of four. I'm sorry, three of four. But the one you're breaking in is Jalen Green, who is a senior. You like to see that. The other uh, returning linebacker is Jalen Walker, who was third team All Sunbelt. Uh, Taurus Jones, who was second team All Sunbelt, and Chris Chukwunke. I don't know nice. how to pronounce that name. I think yeah, Chu Chukwuniki. Chuck Winicky. <laughs> uh secondary is the big question mark, I think, on the defensive side of the ball. You do bring back two of four, but you're breaking in uh, a, a, a corner, and I'm seeing Brent Austin penciled in to be to be I know you have Antoine Booth also, who was a transfer from Michigan State. You also have uh another NC State transfer deep on that bench because that's where he belongs. Um <laughs> I'm joking, but uh, then you got uh, strong safety Devin Coles coming. In, you know, so you're breaking in two out of the four. Josh Surratt is back at the free safety Josh spot. Josh Cheese Surratt. Let's let, part it, of the modest cheese band. That's right. Yeah. If there could be Sauce Gardner, there could be Cheese Surratt. And Chauncey Logan, your 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 uh, your top corner is back. He was just a freshman a year ago. So damn, they played some 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 youth guys. Well, that that was one thing that really stood out to me is like, and when you look at the stats it's very distributed in, in terms of the number of tackles. Like no one has like elite, elite defensive stats, uh, team defense, baby. Yeah. They're, 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 they got a lot of dudes getting P- PT, a, a huge rotation there. Well, uh, your kicker and punter are back. So you gotta like that. Patty C are they going to win the national championship? this year? They got to get the 12 team playoff going because this team, wow. Let's not overhype it. We have one. Well, they've already won three national year. championships: 1975, 2004, 2016. <laughs> so I guess yeah. by 28, they'll get it done. That's right. We, we, I'm going to send the 1974 banner to uh, JMU. Yeah, I don't think we do hung that. that one yet. <laughs> they should. They went undefeated. Um, so, uh, how do you see if the quarterback can be just average? I expect this team to be really good and contending for a Sun Belt championship, even though they can't they can't get it. <laughs> so ridiculous. The you know what if the university just said we're gonna play somewhere else? Like play the championship game. You know how like BYU and, and Coastal just added that game? Yeah. Just take take the best independent and play them in the uh, in our own championship game. No, what if like the team that you're supposed to play, like say South Alabama, and they're just like, you know what, we'll play you a week after the Sun Belt Championship. We'll play this, but Yeah. That would be nice. They yeah. should do it. You know what? You know what is a shame. You know, I don't want to take obviously the situation at UVA last year very tough, but Virginia Tech, right? Could have uh, they had an extra game that they could have scheduled. We had an extra game that we could have scheduled on championship weekend. Neither. I don't. They th- don't want that. I don't smoke. know what happened last from. time in Blacksburg. What did happen last time in Blacksburg? Top, they were top ten, top fifteen. That's right. Took an L when Come JMU on. came in there. All right. Well, look, we're going to talk the conference schedule and just the entire schedule. We're going to go game by game and project how we got JMU going in 2023. But before we do all that, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Underdog fantasy is awesome. All right. Best ball mania is here and, and underdogs giving away $15 million in prizes, 15, one, five. 
look, underdog pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. I know that the Washington Redskins are gone and there's no pro football in the DC area mm, anymore. Mm, mm. Uh, but they still have great player props. And by the way, when college football season comes around, you're going to love this because uh, you're going to be able to play. There's great player props for college football when the season kicks. So you'll be able to, you'll be able to get an Alonzo Bar- uh What's it? Barrett or Barnett? Barnett. And then Al- Alonzo Barnett, the, the redshirt freshman quarterback probably have a over 35 yards prop rushing. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I'm serious though. It's fantastic. I, I, each and every year we've been with them for a few years. So there's so many ways to win over an underdog and underdogs available in so many different States head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code S G P N for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdogfantasy.com. promo code S G P N. All right, we are back on the college football experience with three-time national champion James <laughs> Madison Dukes. Uh, Patty C, if the folks out there are watching on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend. Also, wherever podcasts can be found, we also host the FCS College Football Experience, but this is the College Football Experience. Uh, subscribe, tell a friend. We also host the college basketball experience and college baseball experience. College basketball, Jam, you opens up the season at Michigan State. Patty, so you smell Hello. upset? Uh, yeah, sure. They knocked off Virginia, right? We did knock off Virginia. Granted, that was at JMU. Maybe we can get a uh, F Tom Izzo chant going. Uh, All right, let's start it right here. Fuck Tom Izzo. <laughs> Fuck Tom Izzo. Fuck Tom Izzo. Uh, Tom no. Izzo, if you're listening, which you're not. <laughs> sorry. He happens to be a huge GMU football fan. That's why he's on. That's why they're on the basketball schedule. That's right. <laughs> so, like, if you're watching on YouTube, you see uh, this sweet graphic here. Shout out to our graphics guy Cam Kerr putting this sweet JMU graphic together. Uh, the win total is at eight. Whew. It sounds like Vegas not worried about Alonzo Alonzo Barnett. Yep, we'll see. I mean, again, let's 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 pump the brakes. There is not a huge body of data here to uh, back back up everyone's assumptions. So I got to go game by game for the okay. first couple of years with these guys. Well, there is a huge body of data that Bucknell's offense is complete ass, <laughs> and Bu- and Bucknell comes in to Bridge Fourth Connect Stadium on <laughs> September second. Make sure you uh, you get nice and liquored up for this one because this is gonna be a shellacking. Go to Dave's, get a burger after. <laughs> Wasn't that place called Dave's? Yeah, Dave's Tavern. I don't even yeah. know if it's still there. Ah, just go to Dave's. All right. <laughs> if you, if it's not there, find a fucking guy named Dave and uh, use <laughs> his, his grill. Yeah. Ah, yeah. exactly. uh, look. Um, want to know for sure? Yeah. I, I I will lay I'll lay a solid thirty one in that game. You know, just out of curiosity, I'm gonna check what Bucknell did, but I would say that that is not. Really necessary. Uh, okay, look, look. Three and eight at the FCS look, level. I, I host the FCS podcast. You stay on Bucknell's schedule. Mm-hmm. How many times did they score over twenty points? Uh, no, 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 no. One, two. But it was the last two games of the season. <laughs> they are turning that ship around. They are. They are right now. <laughs> All over JMU. I'll lay a solid thirty-one. Uh, week two. So you got them one and zero, Patty. Right. Yep. Uh, week two, they head to Charlottesville. <laughs> this this is the whole season. Is fantastic. This is the whole season for James. What happened the last time they played UVA? They beat us, but it was the time before that that we beat them, and apparently that was enough for them to never I guess schedule. They had to play. They, had out to, the, they probably had a two-year deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One on one. 
And uh, yeah, we beat them, and then they never scheduled us for forty years. So back is, on the schedule. Virginia's not winning this game. Now yeah. the only thing you could talk me into is the fact it's it's Barnett's first road game. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't expect it to be a particularly you know rowdy. I mean, it is the first game back since uh, you know at Charlottesville since the whole. Shooting That's true, thing happened. Virginia's first so game. It's is probably going to be a scene similar to what ECU and Virginia Tech experienced after that shooting incident. Uh, but Virginia Tech lost that game. Yeah. So uh, look, I don't look. I, I'm a UVA fan too, but uh, am I hoping JMU is going to win? Yes. Do I think it's going to be a blowout? No. I think it's going to be a damn good game, and uh, I think I hope UVA comes out on top. I think UVA or uh, not UVA. I think JMU will come out on top. And I think uh, I think we're gonna trash their Dude, campus. I'll, I'll lay seven with JMU. Well, let me let me push back because you know 30, uh, 34-17 was their score against Louisville last year, and our score against Louisville last but year you was didn't one. have Centeo. Yeah, we we lost thirty four to ten, so they did better than us in in our loan. Okay. you know head to head. Okay, uh, JMU beat App State. App State was better than every team in the ACC. Probably it's true. I just think you can't <laughs> sleep on just because UVA had a rough year. It doesn't mean the, that they don't have Brandon Armstrong. They lost a lot of key guys. Fentrell Cypress is gone. Look, you are fading UVA hard. I am not sleeping on them. I think JMU we loses this game. This is fire Signetti. <laughs> Uh, We're gonna trash their campus. This is a win. Two and zero for JMU. I, I agree. Back to back. Wow. Okay, JMU. Back to back to back away games. Oof. They head down to Alabama to take on the Sun Belt champs. Some say this is the Sun Belt championship happening on September sixteenth when JMU heads to Troy. Mm. Man. Not an easy game to predict here. Uh, Troy was uh, twelve and two last year. The fact, this game's on the road makes me lean Trojans. I'm taking Troy too. Yeah, and the fact that's the sandwich spot. The very next week they had to head out to Logan, Utah. I remember when they went to Ogden, Utah, to take on uh, Weber State, who happened to lay it on Utah State a year ago. Mm. JMU, they they traveled well then. I got them beating Utah State on September 23rd, Patty C, but it is sneaky elevation. Utah State, not a bad team. They handed Air Force one of their what? Two yeah. losses. Uh, six and seven last year. The year before they won the Mountain West. So, yeah, you can't sleep on Utah State. I'm almost tempted to give them a loss here, too. Uh, you know, out of uh, an abundance of caution, I think I will, even though I'll be at this game. Mm. JMU starts two and two. <laughs> I got them three and one, but then the South Alabama Jaguars come to Harrisonburg Bridge Fourth Connect Stadium, and this game is is a pivotal game. I think I circled this one. If you want to hit the over, if you feel great about the over, if they win this, they're probably hitting that. Over. I think yeah. I actually penciled this in as a loss though. Ten and three South Alabama last year should have been uh, eleven and two. Yeah, gave away the uh, UCLA game on the road. Unbelievable! One of the worst yeah. calls ever. Yeah, only a four point loss to Troy. And uh, look, they're a darn good team. It could be three straight losses for JMU, but I'm not going to do that. We're going with the win here, three and two. See, you know what just jumps out to me already though is last year they got what Arkansas State. And Texas State from the other side of the division. Yeah. No, this schedule. This tough. year they get South Alabama and Troy, the best two teams. Yeah. That is That's not a good. not a nice uh 
deal. I still do. got them at three and two heading into their bye week on October seventh, and then October fourteenth, Georgia Southern and Davis Brin come in to Bridge Fourth Connect Stadium, and I got JMU winning this. I do too. Revenge is yes. going to be served ice cold to the Georgia Southern Eagles. So four and two, and then on October nineteenth, Thursday night, this game's awesome. Love the Sun Belt East. It's a tough one. Another revenge spot. You, but ain't, you ain't winning this one. I don't know if we're going to JMU get at Marshall. I got the Thunder and Herd getting it done. I don't know that Marshall is any better of a team than we are, especially when we have a, a quarterback that isn't throwing the ball to them directly every play. Well, they whooped your ass last year. It was by 14 points, and our quarterback threw five interceptions. So, well, I mean, you know. they, they have to intercept the ball. Right. Uh, a starting quarterback that doesn't happen against. Do you that, have a starting quarterback? Well, we'll see, but it's not going to be uh Santeo's in the XFL. Billy the kid uh, again, I don't think. So, uh look, yeah, I'll give it to Marshall on the Thursday night, but that's going to be a lit game. That's going to be a it fun is. one to watch on TV. So, 4 and 3, right? Yeah. Then they host Old Dominion. Old Dominion got raided in the portal. This is going to be domination. I got to move into 5 and 3. Uh, what do they call this? This is like the the royal royal bowl or yeah, something now. The royal, the royal rivalry, the royal something like that. Sh- yeah, uh, um, we're gonna beat ODU, I think, but I can't. You know, that's not a guarantee either. Then you head down to Hotletta, where you barely beat Georgia State a year ago. Yeah, one by two. Georgia State still a solid team. Another run happy. He team. could be fired by here though, but. I doubt it. I we shall you, see. The the second this super, is a game. This is a game. Georgia State and uh and uh, no, uh, Marshall rather and Georgia State both um top 10 rushing teams. Against the number 2 rush defense, it's amazing though that they were able to hang 40 on us last year. This is the immovable object versus so the irresistible force. I'm going to take JMU here. I am too. Yeah. What's that put us at right there? 5 and 3. No, no, no. I got J- Georgia State, Old Dominion is two, Georgia six Southern three. three, Utah State four, Virginia five, Bucknell six. six the number three. is eight, Patty C. And now the Yukon Huskies, who won a national championship in 2020. Um, Jim Mora Jr. coming to town. I think this game's a little sneaky. Yeah. Because it's ahead of App and Coastal. Yeah. I'll hand them a loss here. I think they're going to lose this too. I got them losing this. And then the Appalachian state Mountaineers coming to town. We're beating that ass. I got Appalachian state winning this one. Listen, buddy, when, when shit was not hitting the fan in the first half against app state and we were, you know, the ball was bouncing the wrong way. Every single play. Yes. They were able to get a lead on us, but as soon as we stopped giving the game to them, right? We started every drive beating their ass both on offense and defense. And we did it for two and a half quarters until we had the lead and we got the win. We're a better team than at state. I have no doubt about that in my mind. And we're playing well, at you're, home. you're five and 12 all time against that. Well, state. I think they <laughs> woke up and said, whoa, 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 whoa. We got to take them a little more seriously than we thought. Oh, uh, I don't think they were sleeping on us, but, and I think they're going to come out there and beat the tar. No, oh, we'll see. All right. We'll see. Uh, you know, they're not going to have that little mountain advantage. Kind of come down to the valley, baby. Oh, the valley, schmally. Uh, all right, and then the final game of the year, Patty C. Oh yeah, the JMU Dukes head to oh, good old Myrtle Beach, the home of Hooters, uh, to take on Grayson McCall, aka Big Bird, at Brooks Stadium in Conway, South Carolina. I'm Not talking to about be Coastal Carolina, with. the shots. I got JMU winning this. 
I do too, but that's a tough spot to win against. A good, so you have them flat on the same number eight, eight and four. Yeah. So if you had to lean over or under, what do you do? Humility is the name of the game. We're going to lean under, but I'm on the under two. I think it's just a tough schedule. I think they're seven and five. We'll see. I think I they're think seven and five. Nine and three is possible. 10 and two, maybe even the quarterback situation. Centeo came over from Colorado state. He had a ton of starts. Yeah. You don't have that luxury right here. There's not a yeah. lot Bucknell, And then it gets hard for like the rest of the season. So yeah, that's true. Like what, if you had to rate, no old dominion sucks. So yeah, you have like true. Bucknell and old dominion, but everyone else is a solid team. Yeah. So should be fun. I'm on the under Patty C's on the under uh, JMU. You, you, I, you look, you gave me the over last year. Maybe Maybe I'm the fool. Hey, All right. They got to eight on 11 games. We're getting a 12th game this year. Maybe we're being dumbasses here, but I'm not going to sit here and overhype my boys. Well, you know what that means, though? During the season, for every win, I'm going to be talking shit. Mm, so. mm, mm. There we go, folks. Look, well, we're both on the under, but before we get out of here, I had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, AKA College Football Campus Toro on Twitter. Uh, to talk about his experiences down there, the to uh, Bridgeforth Connect Stadium and in Harrisonburg, Virginia. So, uh, with no further ado, here is that interview. Me on the college football experience, JMU Dukes 2023 season preview episode is none other than College Football Campus Tour on on Twitter. That's the account at CFB campus tour. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, but he is better known as Michael Barker as well. Michael, uh, first off, I appreciate you hopping on the show and, and talking JMU and bridge stadium. But uh, first off folks, you gotta, you gotta follow this Twitter page because Michael goes to like five, six, seven games a week. And he documents it all. He's been to every single FBS college football stadium. And uh, well, you know, JMU, you're brand new to the FBS. He's already been there. And I know you play a lot of weekday games in the Sun Belt, uh, JMU. So, Michael, uh, thanks for hopping on the show and uh, appreciate you talking JMU football, man. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I appreciate the introduction. And JMU is a fun team to get around. They have a cool history. And I'm excited to talk about Bridge Force Stadium. Yeah. So what is the, what is the, the history behind the actual stuff? I know they were in the, the FCS and kind of like a blue blood in the FCS over the past 20 years. I remember they went to Virginia tech, uh, maybe 2010 ish and they won at Virginia tech and they won and, and, and Virginia tech, I think canceled the series after they're like, no, 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 they're too good. Uh, but what's the, what's the history here uh, of, of bridge forth and JMU football? And you're right about their success in the FBS or in the FCS. They won two uh, FCS national championships in 20 or 2004 and 2016. Uh, their home record at Bridgeport Stadium in the FCS playoffs was 15 and four, so dominant. Uh, the stadium itself opened in 1975. It had only a 5,000 seat capacity. With success comes opportunity, and since then they've. Uh, built it up more than five times the original capacity to 25,000 seats. Uh, that was part of a, an expansion in 2009 where they built up the west side of the stadium and they have future plans maybe with some of the, the Sunbelt money to build up the east side of the stadium. And, you know, when I said they're exciting and fans should get behind them, they played their first year in FBS last year and everyone said the Sunbelt East was maybe the most difficult G5 division of all and they won it and because of a stupid rule 
They were excluded from playing in the Sunbelt Championship. They're excluded again this year. So they're somebody to get behind because of their success. And, um, you know, like you said, they played these weeknight games and there's a lot of excitement for the JMU program. If you can come up in your first year from FCS and win in the Sunbelt, you got something going. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I need to get to this. I've been to JMU's campus before and had a, had a good time. Had some friends from, from high school that went there. Um, I'd, I'd love to get to a football game and, and check it out. Uh, obviously Patty C played there, but before they did all the, the renovations and made it look so much better. But uh, what, 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 what game did you uh, check out there at Bridgeforth? So I went to a spring 2021 playoff game against uh, North Dakota. And you talk about being a, a blue blood of FCS. You know, when you go there, it feels like a big deal. And like I said, I haven't been there for an FBS game. They only went up last year. But there's tradition, there's banners, there's excitement. The, the crowd is pretty rough. So uh, it was a fun game. They got up on North Dakota by a lot, and they ended up hanging on 34 to 21. Uh, they don't have a weeknight Sunbelt game this year. Uh, I'm going to try to figure out a way to combo them with some Virginia school. You got Liberty, you got um, – bunch UVA, of UVA, yeah. UVA, yeah. Virginia yeah. Tech, you got Hampton, Norfolk State, Old Dominion. There's a ton of football in Virginia. So I, I know a lot of JMU guys on Twitter and I would love to get out there for a game this year if I can. Yeah, man, that sounds awesome. Folks, see, see you, you need to follow him. He's already plotting games. He's got uh, he's already telling me dates on on hey, I'll be at this stadium here, here. And I'm telling you, if you follow him on Twitter, you're gonna be sitting there saying this guy is, 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 is awesome because he's just fought. He's going to all these college games. He's he'll do the photo of the game. It's educational. We'll talk about the history of the stadium and stuff like that. So you gotta check him out, Michael. I appreciate you hopping on uh, the show here to talk about the JMU football and bridge stadium. Maybe they'll get the other side of that thing expanded in the near future. So there thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. I hope they do it. It would complete a beautiful stadium. One of the best uh, probably in the Sunbelt. So uh, hopefully you get out there and, and maybe I'll see you out there at Bridgeforth in the future. There we go, brother. Take care and, and have a wonderful day, man. You too. Bridgeforth connect stadium. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Barker. He does great work and Patty C the stadium's come a long way already. I love that. They kept it. It's basically right in the middle of campus. Uh, right next to where all the uh, freshman students, freshman dorms. So it's beautiful. Love the way they kept it outdoors because that's the way football is supposed to that's be right. played right next to Newman Lake. And I have a little story there. If you look at a picture of JMU stadium on the far end of Newman Lake, just on the uh, cat corner from the stadium, there's a, uh, a willow tree and uh, me and a young lady hung out there one time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she went to Plowtown out there. Uh, close. Yeah. Close. <laughs> okay. Nice. Put that little quilt. Little quilt. Yeah. Bring the old boombox. Play some That's Kenny right. G. Little wine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic work, um, folks. Patty C. And by the way, I did want to hammer this before we got out of here. Is uh, Saturday, September twentieth, two thousand twenty-five. JMU returns to the scene of the crime, Lane Stadium. Let's go. They finally put us back on the schedule. Finally put you back. Will it be a mistake? You know, this reminds me of like uh, Notre Dame and Michigan, you know, Notre Dame, Michigan didn't, didn't want Notre Dame. They looked down on them. Notre Dame beat their ass. They didn't schedule, schedule them for like 40 years. And then they scheduled a home and home and Notre Dame beat their ass again. They took them off the schedule for another 35 years. Let's uh, let's hope UVA uh, doesn't pussy out like that, and maybe Tech too. 
There we go, folks. Uh, look, JMU. What a great time to be a JMU fan. Basketball programs looking good. Football programs looking great. And uh, look, I know we took the under, but I think they're still going to be in contention. And I think it's uh, this is not a lock by any means for me. Uh, so, folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience. We're breaking down all 133 teams. Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Hop on over there, give us a five star review. We don't get enough five star. Why don't we get that many five star reviews? Huh? Five stars. Call all me you a JMU fucking fans. idiot and give me a five star. Calling right? all JMU fans. Yes. Throw the five star. Throw the five star. Just like Patty three. Is Patty C through the five star uh, uh, after five interceptions in a game. Oh, okay. There you go. I was going to say well, under, under that tree, under that willow tree, yeah, maybe I threw someone a five star. Uh, yeah, five star something, right? <laughs> uh, folks, subscribe. All right. Uh, we're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, remember we host the college basketball experience, the FCS college football experience, the college football experience, the college baseball experience. You should be subscribed to all of them and check out the sports gambling podcast. We just did a great episode with Joe Theismann. Also uh, had, had a great episode with Carson Steele, the starting running back for UCLA. Go check out those episodes. Phil Steele going to be coming on the show soon. I think uh, he comes on every year maybe some other great guests too. So check us out folks. And uh, yeah, excited, excited. Come talk college football with us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. You can also get the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store. You'll get access to all of our content. So do that. And remember as always to let it ride folks. This is the JMU Dukes 2023 season preview episode on the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.